are listening to the Fayetteville 411 podcast produced by the City of Fayetteville, where you'll get information about city government and the programs and services we provide. You'll get topics of interest and an inside look into the various departments that help keep our city moving. Thanks for joining us today for this episode of the Fayetteville 411. I'm Sherry Kropp. And I'm Gab McRoberts, and we're your host for today's podcast. And for this episode, we invited Ray Hernandez. He's a team manager for the Fablewood Packers, along with Pete Subsera. He's the assistant general manager. And we're all here to talk about baseball. You know, baseball's back. I'm so excited. Everybody I've been talking to that's been following the Woodpeckers have been eagerly awaiting your return. So tell me a little bit, you know, when fans come back to the stands, what is that? how is that experience going to be different from when they came, you know, over a year ago? Sure. Well, first off, thanks for having us. Um, yeah, the, the experience is going to look, um, quite different from a, from a fan perspective. Um, you know, we're going to have distance lines throughout the ballpark. Um, we have a cash, uh, cashless facility. Um, so no cash is allowed at any point of sales. Um, masks are required is a mandate straight from major league baseball. So fans must wear masks when moving throughout the ballpark, uh, and in their ticketed seat, uh, unless eating or drinking. Um, and, you know, we, we just have sanitation rules in place, um, wiping down surfaces and touch points throughout the ballpark. So um, from a from a COVID-19 perspective, it will look slightly different, but um, the, the entertainment, the baseball, um, none of that will change. That will be exactly what it looked like in 2019. With the COVID precautions, what are what is the Woodpeckers doing for the kids' play area? Because I know I bring my kid and he likes to play in the bounce houses, and I imagine that's kind of a, um, a, some precautions in that area. Yeah, and it, so for the majority of the season, if not the whole season, we're gonna the kids zone will be open. Um, you know, we have a, a jungle gym in there and things to climb on. However, this year with with COVID protocols, we will not have two of the inflatables up, um, and we're gonna clear the kids zone every thirty minutes to sanitize. So, um, still be open. Kids can still run around there and have a good time, but we will take some precautions to to make sure it's continuously sanitized over the course of a game. And I understand you're having to, because of state guidelines, you have to limit the, the number, uh, I think is what, for the for the month of May, it's 25% right now? Correct. Yeah, we're at, we're a little over 20, we're just under 30% right now. Um, you know, we, we're able to have 50%, with, but with the social distance, we can only get to 30. Um, so we're a tick under 2,000 fans for the first six games of the season. Um, they're going to be distanced throughout the crowd uh, in pods of two, four, and six. Um, so we're just trying to make a, an atmosphere that's safe and comfortable for everybody um, as we get through the next couple weeks. Uh, and I understand when you go to, to buy your tickets, if you go to, I think the, Woodpe- the Woodpeckers website to where you go to buy the tickets is, uh, what's that website again? Uh, it's fayetteallewoodpeckers.com slash tickets. So, so when you go there, you can only buy right now for the month of May. And then I understand when you get to the month of June, you'll be able to buy the month of June as you get closer to that. Is that because of the, the restrictions on the number of people we're letting in? Yes. Yeah. We're going to go month by month throughout the season. So the middle of each month, we'll, we'll go on sale with tickets and promotions for the following month. Um, basically, just so if there's changes in regulations, we can uh, adjust accordingly without um, putting people in the same seats for, for 60 straight games. So strictly doing that because of capacity limits. Gotcha. Now, here's an important question for, for me personally, as a person who likes to come to the games. I, I think I heard at one point, like some of the restaurants were going to be not all of them are going to be opening up initially, but is my bar- favorite barbecue shack going to be there? It certainly is. Yeah, Bowley's Barbecue on the uh, on the third base side will be open. We're going to have um, all of our point of sales for food and bev will be open this year. Um, oh, we're not. We won't have any closed portable stands or concession stands. Everybody will be able to get their 
their favorite choice of food item throughout Sager Stadium. I, I think that's definitely part of that baseball experience when you go and you're able to to sit in the stands and cheer it on everybody and then have your favorite food there, you know, whether it's barbecue, peanuts, hot dogs, you know, I mean, I, I think you can't have a baseball game without a hot dog. You know, I think that the two go hand in hand. So it's definitely part of that experience. So, um, and I, and, and you touched on this a little bit earlier, but you know, you talked about when you're moving around the stadium, you have to wear your mask, but when you're sitting, you could take your mask off, especially if you're eating or drinking. Correct. Yeah. And, um, like I said, this, this mandate, uh, came from major league baseball and, um, you know, we're, we're asking fans to kind of, uh, obey these rules so we can stay in business. You know, we, we haven't had baseball in 18 months and mm -hmm. some of these rules, uh, you know, come straight from, from the top and, um, we're, we're doing what we can to make sure that we have a safe facility. And, uh, yeah, we just ask that everybody wear their mask when moving throughout the ballpark and, and in their seats when they're not eating or drinking. And uh, so, Ray, you are new to the Woodpeckers this year. You're the team manager. Uh, just briefly, give us a little bit of background. Uh, I started with the Astros in 2018, um, was a fourth coach in AAA. My first year managing was in 2019 in Quad Cities and COVID year now. This will be my second year as a manager. And um, how, how does Segra Stadium compare to where you were before? Segra Stadium is by far one of the best stadiums I've ever been to. Uh, even that's including the AAA facilities who are typically uh, better and kind of more, have better facilities. This, the stadium we have, the, the locker room is nice. The, the four TVs and our, you know, sofas, the weight room is immaculate. It's, it's a beautiful setup and I'm really happy to be here. That's good to hear. Um, so why don't you tell us a little bit about how the season's going so far. Uh, talk a little bit about some of the players. Uh, we, we've had a tough stretch. We went to Carolina this last week. Uh, didn't play our best, but uh, I really like the guys that we do have. We have really good athletes um, on position player side, and also we do a good job of developing pitchers. We'll have the same type of guys um, with a lot of good good stuff coming to the plate. Um we would like for them to get uh, more in zone, but we're going to have a pretty good team. We have uh, Zach Daniels is a really nice athlete in center field. He runs. He's, you know, really strong. He's going to be a really nice fan favorite. Uh, Joe Perez, really good baseball player, third baseman. Um, we have a lot of our arms are really good. I, I can't really pick one of them but or a few of them, but they're going to throw hard. They're going to throw a lot of uh, nice stuff to the plate as well. Now, Ray, are there any uh, players from the area, hometown players, that we can uh, help cheer on when we come out to the stands? Yeah, we have uh, one, Matt Barefoot, who's from Dor Dunn, North Carolina. Uh, on the way to playing Carolina Mudcats, he promptly pointed out where he was from. <laughs> uh, he had a lot of fans there as well, but yeah, he played at Campbell. And What, what position player. does he play? He's a center fielder. He'll, he'll move center right, left, he, but he's a center fielder uh, you know, normally. And um, I know that the Woodpeckers have changed their um, division level, I think, to single A now. Does that change the play of the game at all? Uh, not much. I mean, a lot of the guys that came up in the second half of the year for Woodpeckers were in low A. Uh, so they're going to get some quality guys, and um, they may be a little younger than what we started with, but the talent's still there. It's It's, you know... It's professional baseball. They're, the biggest issue, I think, would be the year off that we had. So just kind of working out the kinks in that way, I think that would have the biggest effect. And I think it was brought up before that when you 
part of that realignment of the minor leagues, it it makes the the single A a more competitive league than what it was maybe before that realignment because it's kind of condensed into these. Was it four levels now with minor league? Yeah, we we uh, actually we were already working with one less level, but yeah, the talent level of other teams I'm sure would get a little better because they took out a team. So you know you kind of cut the fat out a little bit. Um, I'm not. Yeah, I I think the the guys that we have are going to be they're going to turn around. I think we have a really good team. Yeah. So uh, Pete, we'll jump back to you real quick. Um, talk about. Um, I, I hear that the first game home game is sold out. So how quickly did those tickets go? So we went on sale in person um, two weeks ago on a Saturday morning. It was rainy. Uh, it was three hours in person only, and we sold out within the first hour. Um, but obviously, we have limited tickets available. Uh, so yeah, we were sold out on Tuesday, and then Friday and Saturday, we have very limited tickets left. I think we have some tickets available in the berm, um, but still do have great seats for, for Wednesday, Thursday, and Sunday. But yeah, the tickets for opening night went quick. That's awesome. And uh, because there are so many Woodpeckers fans, and they've um, not had any entertainment from the Woodpeckers in more than how, how long? Like 600 days, more than 600 days? So I think two days ago was 600 on the dot. So right. yeah, we're over 600. And we're we're extremely grateful for our season ticket holders. I mean, that makes up a, a, a massive amount of our, our seats and our fans. And um, they've supported us the past 18 months and um, couldn't, couldn't have done it without them and, and their support. And I know Sherry went ahead and bought herself a new shirt from the team store. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. Got my shirt. I'm yeah. ready. We have lots of merch, lots of new merch this year. <laughs> now, um, will you still be having um, the Thirsty Thursdays and some of the special activities and, and game nights that you used to have? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Thirsty Thursdays are back in full force. Uh, we will have discounted drinks, uh, Pepsi products, um, no live bands to start the year. We usually have a live band post game, but um, we're going to cut that out for the May game. Um, but, uh, yeah, we have fun theme nights throughout the year. Uh, people can bring their dogs on Tuesday Tuesday night games. Um, there's a $2 admission for the dog, and all that money gets donated back to, to local uh, shelters. Um, and then we have theme nights. We have Christmas in July and all the all the fan favorites again. Um, and like I said earlier, all of our promotions will be released um, for the following month. Uh, so people can kind of go to our website and check out um, what's coming up. And, and your games start earlier this year as well, as I recall, too. Correct. Yeah. Monday through Fridays uh, start at 630. Saturdays are five. Sundays are two. Those are the same. But um, we moved up start time a half hour to hopefully keep some people downtown after work. Um, you know, gates will open at 530 so people can come in, grab a bite to eat or, or go to a restaurant here in downtown Fayetteville and then, and then come in a little bit earlier. Uh, we also did it so so families with kids can get home um, a little bit earlier. Uh, they're not staying at the ballpark till 10, 1030 at night. Uh, they can That's get the kids rough. in bed. Yeah. <laughs> Are you guys going to have fireworks this year? Every Friday night we'll have fireworks and then opening night Tuesday we'll have fireworks along with um, July 3rd oh, is our fun. Independence Day. Yep. That's what I always look forward to because it's, uh, it's a big show. It is. Yeah, the July 3rd show is 12 minutes long. So, yeah, we're, we're looking forward to it. So I, I haven't had a chance to look at the calendar too much um, for the rest of the season. Do you guys have any doubleheaders coming up this year? We don't, unless, uh, knock on wood here, uh, unless we get some rain, which it doesn't rain at the ballpark. So hopefully we're, we don't have any doubleheaders this year, but um, those will only come in if, if we get some rain, which hopefully we don't. Will, will you guys have to do any special precautions in between games? If you do, do you have a plan for that? Um, so if we have a double header, um, basically we'll, it'll be, uh, one ticket will get you both games. Um, if we, if we come to that point, um, we won't 
empty the empty the ballpark before the second game. So I understand, you know, when we built Segra Stadium, one of the things we talked about was that, you know, baseball stadium was more than just a baseball stadium. There'll be other events going out throughout the year. So do, is there anything on the in the pipelines or in the works that we can expect through the year? Yeah, absolutely. We um we are a uh, a facility, a venue that holds events other other than baseball, and that's kind of why it was built uh, so we could get people in who weren't baseball fans but wanted to experience something different. And we have, um, you know, once we get into August, our event season really really starts up. We have a cornhole tournament, nine eleven memorial stair climb. We have a a massive beer fest called Pectoberfest. Uh, play on words uh, if, if fans don't get why we named it that. Um, we were trying to do a big Christmas event, a month-long Christmas event in December. Um, and then we also have a ton of different areas throughout the ballpark that fans can hold private events, uh, birthday parties, um, networking events, uh, whatever it may be. So, um, you know, world-class venue. We want to make sure people are using it for, for things other than baseball. And when you mentioned Pectoberfest, that just brought Bunker to mind. How's Bunker doing? We miss him. <laughs> the bird is doing good. He's uh, he is he's testing out all his new things. He's gonna bring to the ballpark this year, and uh, we're excited to see him. I know fans are excited to see him. We had a kids' club party the other day, and uh, all the little kids were going nuts when they saw him. So uh, we're we're excited to to have him start running around running around the field again. Yeah, we all love Bunker. Uh, so for people who want to look at the schedules of events, um, to purchase tickets, things like that, where can they go to do that? Uh, their best bet is to go to favorwoodpeckers.com slash tickets. That will take them right to the ticket page. Um, favorwoodpeckers.com will also play to our homepage, which has our schedules and promos, um, you know, ticket information, community events, things of that sort. But uh, favorwoodpeckers.com slash tickets. Well, we are super excited mm-hmm. uh, about this season. We're ready for some baseball. We're ready to get back in the stadium and see um, the players play and see what we can expect for this year. Um, Ray and Pete, thank you for being our guest today. Thank you. Thank you for having us. That's going to wrap up this episode of the Fayetteville 411. Be sure to subscribe to Radio Fayetteville, the City of Fayetteville's podcast channel, as we provide shows like this and other timely and informative updates every week. You can subscribe to Radio Fayetteville on Apple iTunes, the iTunes podcast app, as well as the Google Play podcast portal. You can also listen to every podcast that Radio Fayetteville has to offer by downloading the Fayette TV streaming app, available now on Roku, Apple TV, Android TV, and Amazon Fire TV. You can also view our video content by visiting FayTV.net. To get information about city services, go visit our website at FableNC.gov. Thank you for joining us.